At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Scott Sattenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Week 14 in the NFL will get underway Thursday night football. The Minnesota Vikings hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we are still a couple of weeks away from the official start of bowl season. You have Army-Navy coming up this weekend. And then December 17th. We'll kick off the bowl games, and we're going to talk plenty about the bowl action tonight. Our very own Wes Reynolds will join us on the program, as well as Chris Landry, football scout coach and administrator from LandryFootball.com. And the important thing that we have to note when you're talking about all these bowl games is obviously the availability of certain players. You need to start keeping track of who's in, who's out. And one of the biggest names that I've been waiting on, at least, is Matt Corral of Ole Miss. The Sugar Bowl will feature Ole Miss against Baylor. And the line right now is very interesting to me because Baylor was a favorite in the game. And I think that that just doesn't make sense unless, unless Matt Corral is not going to play. You see, if Matt Corral doesn't play, it makes sense that Baylor would be a favorite over Ole Miss. But if he does play, well, Ole Miss has the advantage. It's a classic defense versus offensive matchup between Lane Kiffin and Dave Aranda. But really, it's all about the quarterback. And so Matt Corral says he's going to play. I believe him right now. But these are the things that's so important when it comes to tracking these bowl bets that you're going to place. Uh, a couple of bets that I've already put in are Oklahoma against Oregon and Notre Dame against Oklahoma State. For Oregon... They don't have a coach. They don't have any, they don't even have coordinators. Nothing. So I don't know what that team's gonna look like when it comes to their bowl game. And the spread is still low enough now at four and a half. It's only gonna get higher. And for Notre Dame, when they play against Oklahoma State, look back at those videos of Marcus Freeman addressing the players after he got that job. The players were the reason Marcus Freeman got that job. And he told them that their season's not over, that they still have a job to do. And those players are going to fight and they're going to rally and they're going to treat this like the last game of this season instead of the first game of next season. Whereas Oklahoma State, 
probably a little bit upset that they're not in the college football playoff and that they lost the Big 12 title game to Baylor. Motivation is a huge factor when it comes to bowl season. Availability of players is a huge factor when it comes to bowl season. And the other factor is how do coaches treat these games? Do they treat it as an extension of the offseason, as an early start at next season? So they're going to play some of the younger players just to try and figure out what they have moving forward. Or do they treat it like an extension of this season, a chance to get one more win on your resume? And for Notre Dame and for Marcus Freeman, they would love to get him that first win under his belt in the Fiesta Bowl, and then they can look towards next season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. In the NBA this evening, one of the more interesting bets that uh, we talked about it last night when I was in on the nightcap with Sean King was the Celtics and the Clippers. The Clippers were a favorite in this game, and rightfully so. They're at home. Their defense has been incredible this season, and the Celtics were coming in on the second night of a back-to-back. Granted, they just played the Lakers, so it's not like they're traveling anywhere, but two games in two nights is a little bit of a disadvantage. Combine that with the uh, the way the, Celt- the Clippers play defense, and you knew that scoring was going to be tough for the Celtics in this game. But it's been a fourth-quarter rally right now for Boston as, you know, they have come back, made it interesting. And what I, what I wanted to get into when I talk about these games is that you can't just assume that the second night of a back-to-back for these NBA teams is an auto-fade. Some teams are very good on the second night of a back-to-back. Others, it depends on player availability. Just like I talk about player availability in these college bowl games, player availability in the second night of back-to-backs in the NBA is the most important factor when you're placing these bets. Look no further than the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets went into this game against the Houston Rockets, and you would have thought it's a no-brainer Brooklyn blows them out. Forget about the fact that the Rockets have won six straight games coming into this game, but it's the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets just won last night against the Mavericks on the second night of a back-to-back No Kevin Durant. And so without Kevin Durant, uh, already without Joe Harris, other, uh, you know, a couple other pieces that were injured, not playing in this game, no LaMarcus Aldridge. And so the Nets were really, I mean, listen to this starting five. You had Nick Claxton, who's done a very nice job coming off the bench recently. You had James Johnson, Patty Mills, James Harden, and DeAndre DeAndre Bembry. That's the Nets starting five. This is not the starting five of a Nets team that is expected to win the NBA title. And they go into Houston. They're only laying three and a half. And you think it's a sucker that, you know, a, a sneaky line that, hey, Of course we're going to take Brooklyn with this short spread. What happens? They lose outright in Houston against the Rockets. Player availability is so important when it comes to these games. For the Knicks, second night of a back-to-back, playing in Indiana against the Pacers after they just played in San Antonio against the Spurs. And they were plus five. And you wondered, why were they plus five? The Pacers kind of in shambles. Yes, they just beat the Wizards their last game, but they're missing a bunch of guys. They're playing, you know, TJ McConnell's out. They are playing their young guys. Chris uh, Chris Duarte is going to start getting some, some run here in the rotation. And it's just the Pacers just dealing with a lot. Why was this team a five-point favorite over the Knicks? Well, 
Knicks, again, second out of the back-to-back. No Nerlens Noel. Still had Randall, but, you know, still had Derrick Rose, still had Fournier. Pacers win 122-102. The Chicago Bulls, three-point dogs to the Cavaliers. And you're wondering why. Well, player availability. No DeMar DeRozan. Already without Colby White. And the Cavs just happen to be the best team in the NBA against the spread. They win. They cover at home. Bulls lose. You can't. The point I'm trying to make is you can't just look at the teams and look at their records and go off their reputation and say, that's who I need to bet. And it's the, it's the same philosophy that goes with the college bowl games that goes into the NBA. Player availability. And sometimes you will get burned if you play games too early. It's happened to me in the past. I've learned from that lesson, and now I wait. And it's sometimes it's difficult for me because, especially on this show, where we're looking ahead to the lines that come out for the next day and for the rest of the week, and I see a line out there that's just so good, too good to be true, and I want to play it. But I don't know what's going to happen until I wake up the next morning and find out that players are not going to play. Player availability changes everything. Don't get burned on playing an early line when you don't necessarily know who's going to play and who's not going to play. The Philadelphia 76ers played against the Charlotte Hornets. And the over hit, that was one of my favorite plays because the over is hit in like six or seven straight Hornets games. It barely hit in this game because the over was, uh, it was 214 when I saw it. And uh, it hit 216, and it was 110 to 106, which was 216. But on Thursday, the Sixers are at home against the Jazz. There's no line out yet about that game. I would wonder, I'd hold off to see what the status of Joel Embiid's going to be. Because if he doesn't play in the second night of a back-to-back, obviously it changes everything. So keep an eye on that. Player availability is going to be important. Just a three-game slate on Thursday. Jazz at the Sixers. Lakers at the Grizzlies. Nuggets at the Spurs. Player availability. That's the theme of the show. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S. O-N-A-I-R. Steph Curry getting closer and closer to the three-point record. He had six threes in the game against the Trailblazers. He is nine behind Ray Allen for the all-time record. Does he get it in his next game in Philadelphia against the Sixers? He would need 10 three-pointers. I think he does. I think he does. Because he's playing against little brother. That might mean something. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of The Look Ahead. It's brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. NFL Week 14, as I mentioned, gets kicked off Thursday night football with the Steelers at the Vikings. Minnesota is a three-point favorite with a total of 43 and a half. And before we get into that game, let me just talk about the situation that we're facing here in the NFL, and that is that COVID starting to rear its ugly head again. Players are being placed on COVID lists, the reserve COVID list, and some of it has to do with positive tests. Others have to do with just close contact. But the Chargers have a bunch of players that have been put on the reserve COVID list. Keenan Allen was placed on the uh, COVID list after testing positive. If he's vaccinated, he needs two negative tests 24 hours apart and needs to be asymptomatic for 48 hours before he can return. If he's unvaccinated, he has to stay away from the team for a minimum of 10 days. Joining him on the COVID list cornerback Chris Harris, and wide receiver Mike Williams. And if Williams and Allen don't play, then the Chargers are going into their game against the Giants without their top two wide receivers. Chargers are currently a 10-point favorite. They shouldn't lose this game. But Justin Herbert already going to be without his top two receivers. And Austin Eckler currently questionable as he got banged up in their last game against the Bengals. Uh, haven't really seen anything on him missing this game, but still not 100% is Austin Eckler. So you wonder what's going to happen with uh, the offense for the Chargers. The Saints are dealing with a COVID issue as well. Uh, they get good news as Alvin Kamara practices fully, but Mark Ingram is on the COVID list now. And this comes after defensive end Cameron Jordan was placed on the COVID list. So you lose Mark Ingram, you lose Cameron Jordan, but Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara did practice fully. And uh, left tackle Taron Armstead, defensive end Marcus Davenport did practice on a limited basis. So the COVID thing is just, it's not going away. It's a reminder that it's still here. And you're going to have to monitor this as we progress throughout the weeks here in the NFL. And for any player that's unvaccinated, you know, it puts a team into a tough spot as they have to be away from the team for 10 days, which in in the case of the Chargers, like, think about this. For Mike Williams, if he has to be away from the team for 10 days, not only does he miss this game against the 
Giants, but he probably misses next game, which is Thursday night against the Chiefs. And that's a huge game because that's a game that could very well decide the AFC West. So interesting stuff there for the Chargers. But let's get into this Thursday night game. The Vikings come in off of a loss to the Lions. And what can you say about it? Minnesota just wasn't good enough in that game. Wasn't good enough. The Steelers come into the game after beating the Ravens 2019 after John Harbaugh decides to go for two at the end of the game. I agreed with the decision because they allowed Pittsburgh to score on three straight possessions in the fourth quarter because they were so banged up on defense that they were not going to stop them if the game went into overtime. And literally, they had no cornerbacks if the game went into overtime. Try to win the game on one play. It didn't work out. Lamar made a bad throw to an open Mark Andrews, and the Ravens lose the game. So the Steelers escape with a victory. And now you wonder, are the Steelers alive for the playoffs? Mathematically, yes. Right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers, by virtue of that tie, and I'm telling you that tie could come into play, they are the eighth seed in the AFC playoff picture. They're only three-point dogs here at Minnesota, but let's just go off their schedule and look at the games that they will be favored in and look at the games that they will be underdogs in because it's not an easy schedule at all. At the Vikings, they're already a dog. At home against the Titans, and again, the Titans are a much different team without Derrick Henry. That's going to be an interesting spread. At the Chiefs, they'll be an underdog. At home against the Browns, toss up on the spread there. And at the Ravens, they'll be an underdog. So we know that they're at least an underdog in three of their last five games. If they lose those three games, they're not going to make the postseason. Eight losses is not good enough to get into the playoffs in the AFC. Seven is going to be the threshold. Seven losses. The problem with the Steelers in getting that seventh loss is that tie. That if they have that tie, that means even with seven losses, they can't get 10 wins. The best they can finish is 9-7-1. and one. If the Steelers want to make the playoffs, they have to finish 10-6-1. and 10-6-1 gets them into the postseason, which means they can only afford to lose one more game. If they lose Thursday night to the Vikings, they have to run the table. If they beat the Vikings, beat the Titans, lose to the Chiefs, got to beat the Browns at home and beat the Ravens on the road. 10-6-1 gets Pittsburgh into the playoffs. 9-7-1 does not. Currently, to make the playoffs, the Steelers are an underdog. To miss the playoffs, it is minus 500 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, not likely that it's going to happen, but they are still in this thing. And for Minnesota, their loss did not crush their playoff hopes. Maybe morally it crushed them because you lost an alliance. But right now, Minnesota is the nine seed. They are five and seven on the year. To make the playoffs, it's plus 250. To miss the playoffs, it's minus 360. 10 and 7 is good enough to get into the playoffs here in the NFC. The wild card teams right now, the Rams at 8 and 4, Washington at 6 and 6, and the 49ers at 6 and 6. And the Eagles at 6 and 7, and then there's all those other teams at 5 and 7 are still in the race. And for Minnesota, let's just look again at the games that they'll be favored in. They're favorites at home against the Steelers. 
They'll be favorites on the road at the Bears. They'll be uh, maybe an underdog at home against the Rams. They'll be dogs on the road at the Packers. And they'll be favorites at home against the Bears. If they win out, I think they get in. If they suffer one loss, I don't think it's going to bring them into the playoffs. And then you start to wonder about the future of Mike Zimmer. If they'll retain him, if this team does not make the postseason this year. Which is really crazy. Like, look at the games that they have lost. They've been in every game. Think about it. They lose by a field goal to the Bengals in overtime. They lose by one point to the Cardinals on a missed field goal at the end. They lose by a you know a touchdown to the Browns, 14-7. They lose by four to the Cowboys. They lose by a field goal to the Ravens. They lose, you know, narrow score against the, the 49ers. Lose by one possession, eight points. Lose by two to the Lions. They're in every game. They're in every game. But they're 5-7. and seven. Mathematically still in it. And maybe eight losses could actually get you in to the, a, to the NFC playoffs. Because no one's running away with this thing. So maybe you can be 9-8 and eight and get in. But the margin of error for the Minnesota Vikings is so minuscule. They can't afford to lose on Thursday night. I'm Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter, at Scott's on Air. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all the bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge on whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. I have a couple of games that I'm breaking down for that betting guide, as well as our next guest, Wes Reynolds, host of Betting Across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays, right here on VSIN. And uh, Wes, let's let's get into the college bowl games here for a second. And when you look at these games, obviously it's so important to find out who's going to be playing in these games. If key players have opted out, it changes your view on them. But what other factors do you look into when betting bowl games? Do you look at motivation for teams? Do you look at maybe how a coach has treated these games in the past? What does it for you when it comes to handicapping these games? Yeah, I think, Scott, you kind of have to look at the motivation in terms of if a team is disappointed to be in a certain bowl or if you've got a team maybe that hadn't been to a bowl game in a while and they're happy to kind of be there. And, you know, you got to take into it with a grain of salt everything you read in kind of these local newspapers because nobody's going to come out and say, yeah, we're really not excited to go here because obviously there's ramifications and you don't want to have this bowl committee and this group that invited you to come to their town and come to their stadium and play a game and then say, that you're not excited about it. But I think you look at that. I think you also, you know, you do the usual stat analysis. You look perhaps at common opponents uh, if you get any with some of these teams. And then I think you go from there. And do you look at maybe uh, locations of the games as well? You might have a cold weather team that gets to play in a warm weather situation. They might treat the game like a vacation. Right. And, And look, some of these games too, it's not just, you know, the warm cities that host bowl games now. Now we're getting bowl games at Fenway Park in Boston. <laughs> Stadium. I remember going to the Pinstripe Bowl when Indiana played Duke, and it was nice and rainy on a Saturday there at Yankee Stadium, and it was just miserable. It was a hell of an entertaining game, but it was miserable from a spectator standpoint. So, you know, you do get cold-weather games, and some of these, the you know, like, for instance, the Bahamas Bowl, I think, is going to be the first bowl game on that Friday, and there's usually a lot of wind down there. 
so that can really play havoc because I mean I've seen some really windy games in a couple of these and that's why I think you've seen the total drop just a smidge from the opener for that game this year but yeah weather absolutely is going to play a factor what's the one game that jumped off the page to you when you saw the opening lines well, there were a couple, and one I'll look at as perhaps motivation, that's one I got assigned, was the Independence Bowl with UAB and BYU. And it was eight, seven and a half on the opener. Now we're even seeing six and a half in the market. UAB, I think, is going to be excited to play this game in Shreveport. Number one, it's not too far from Birmingham. It's only a six-hour drive. They were supposed to play South Carolina in the Gasparilla Bowl last year, and that got canceled due to COVID-19. So you've got a UAB team that I think is excited. BYU is clearly the better team. And look, we saw BYU go to one of these lower bowls last year with the number two pick in the draft and absolutely kill Central Florida in that Boca Raton Bowl. So maybe the same thing could happen here. But I think UAB is one of those teams that is really going to be motivated. And I'm not sure how excited BYU is to be here. I mean, even their AD, Tom Homo, former Cougar player, said, look, it felt like we got stopped at the half-yard line because they had New Year's Six aspirations. And they end up being ranked 13th, so they end up falling short, not getting into one of those. So they're contractually obligated to be here if they don't make a playoff or a New Year's Six Bowl. They signed a deal with ESPN Events, who owns the Independence Bowl, and many of these other bowls that we're going to be seeing throughout the next couple weeks. So that was one that jumped out at me. And also uh, the Armed Forces Bowl, I already laid money line with Army against Missouri. I just think service academies, when in doubt, if you don't really know which way to go, take the service academy mm. and the bowl because they're so disciplined and they're so focused. And even with a cut extra week of prep, it is tough to prepare for that triple option against these guys. Oh, 100%. Uh, and we have the Army-Navy game coming up this weekend as well. You know, 15 straight unders in that army navy game uh, they're, they're they're keep trying to make that like keep trying to make the total lower and lower Wes. i don't know how much lower you can make a total between these two teams uh scott i just took navy plus a seven and a half earlier this week with such a low total because this at least i think is going to be navy's bowl game yes 100 percent. and and anytime it's army navy you throw the records out the window i don't care who's better and who's worse uh this game, you know, you never know what's going to happen between those two uh, service academies. Uh, my favorite bowl game, Wes, my favorite play is Notre Dame. And, and I want to know if you agree with me. And I go back to all the videos that I watched with Marcus Freeman addressing this team with the players responding to Marcus Freeman getting the job. I mean, the players were the reason that he got this job. I mean, yes, they didn't want to lose him as an assistant, but, you know, the players really love this guy. And I think that, he said it in those meetings that they still have a job to do this season. I think he treats this game as an exclamation point on this season as opposed to getting an early start on next year. No, I'm absolutely with you, Scott. And I think there's still value laying money line with Notre Dame in this spot because I think, you know, it's like, hey, I want to be your coach. I don't want to go anywhere. I'm not going to call a 7 o'clock meeting, you know, and say, man, sorry you had to find out this way that I'm leaving and then ask you to show up. I think that they're going to come out firing for this guy. And you look on the Oklahoma State side, obviously look and see one of the things we talk about, you know, when we're capping these games, motivation, weather, what have you. You got to also look at coaching changes. And it's not just head coaches changing jobs. It's coordinators changing yep. jobs. Defensive coordinator at Oklahoma State is going to take the Ohio State job as of January 2nd. So he's probably going to bring some staff with him, you would think, or maybe he'll bring one assistant. So you got to monitor which of these staffs, too, not just the head coaches, but the coordinators, the position coaches, and all of that stuff. Where you know where they're going to be moving and whatnot. So, and Oklahoma State also college football playoff maybe could have been right there. Now they would have needed a little bit of help, I think, to get in that top four. But they lose that Big 12 championship game. Spencer Sanders with the uh, four interceptions. But I absolutely love Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl here. What about uh, a situation? I talked to Brad Powers about this the other day. Uh, he loves UTEP against Fresno State, and I couldn't agree more. Not only is Kalen DeBoer gone, but also Jake Hayner is not playing in this game. He's going to the transfer portal, and he's probably going to join DeBoer at, uh, at Washington. 
UTEP is still getting 10.5 points in this matchup, Wes. Yeah, I took 12.5, but then I hear it come out today that Jeff Tedford is going to take the Fresno State job uh, after, after this bowl game, and that maybe Hayner is having a little buyer's remorse and may stay at Fresno State or he may not. Like, I really have no idea, but let's say he returns, Scott, and let's say he plays in this game for Fresno State. There's already been a lot of drama here. It's like, well, is our quarterback going to be here or is he not going to be here? And and that plays, I think, with the team psyche. And that's why I think maybe even at 11 or 11 and a half that you still might see some places in the market, there could still be value for the Miners because this Miners program was one of the worst programs in college football. And Dana Dimmel, who's kind of a, an old retread, didn't seem like a very inspired hire at the time, got this team bowl eligible very early in the season. And look, this is a team that's going to be excited. I know it's not one of the major bowls. It's the New Mexico Bowl and Albuquerque, but they're going to be excited to play anywhere and against anybody. So I absolutely love UTEP in this spot. Uh, Another spot that I'm very curious about, the Texas Bowl, LSU and Kansas State, because I don't know who's going to play quarterback for LSU. Uh, They got one they got uh, only one scholarship quarterback there now, and that's uh, Nussmeyer's kid, right? But if he plays Wes, he loses a year of eligibility because he was redshirting this year. I don't know right. what LSU's going to do in this game. Yeah, I don't either, and we did see a little bit of movement today. I saw some people that were taking the one with Kansas State because, look, Kansas State, they're very well coached. Chris Gleeman, I think, is an outstanding coach for this bunch, and he'll get them prepared. And meanwhile, when you look at LSU, you know, Brian Kelly's taking the new job. He's formulating a new staff. There was already some hubbub that he let go of the strength coach who had been there forever, won a national championship, highly respected. But look, Kelly's going to bring in his own crew. And then all of a sudden, you also got assistants that might still be on the staff kind of preparing for a bowl game while they're looking for their jobs. And they're putting their resume out there on LinkedIn or Indeed.com or wherever they're putting these resumes out there. And they're looking for jobs. So I don't know what kind of focus, not only for the LSU players, but especially for the coaches. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And there's still plenty of time to break it all down. Wes, appreciate the time and the insight. I'll talk to you soon. You got it, pal. Thanks for having me. There he is, Wes Reynolds. You catch him on the weekends, betting across America on Saturdays, the Green Zone on Sundays. Read his stuff in Point Spread Weekly as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air to look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.
is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. My um, thanks to Wes Reynolds joining me talking about some of these bowl games. And it gets very interesting when we're talking about these bowl games. And we're going to have plenty of time to dissect the college football playoffs, which come your way on New Year's Eve. Your current odds to win the national championship are Alabama favored at plus 120, Georgia at plus 140, Michigan plus 700, Cincinnati plus 1600. Alabama, a heavy favorite over Cincinnati in the semifinal, and Georgia currently seven and a half over Michigan. I think that that Georgia-Michigan game is going to go down. Because Michigan, and, and I don't think the money is coming in early. I think the money will come in late. And I don't think the public is hammering these games now as we're, you know, 20-somewhat days away. I think that they will get into the games as we get closer and closer to New Year's Eve. And I expect money to come in on Michigan. Michigan is always a publicly bet team. They're a publicly backed program. They got the marquee name head coach in Jim Harbaugh. They're sponsored by Jordan Brand, and they're on TV all the time. And it's just Michigan is, I mean, that block M is a marquee logo, right? Whether, you know, the college basketball, the Fab Five, there's just so much. Michigan is a publicly backed team. Combine that with the recency bias. Georgia just lost to Alabama, a game where they were a similar favorite. It was six and a half in that game, and they lost outright. And Michigan just blew out a defensive-minded team in Iowa. So when you combine the recency with the publicly-backed team, I think that this line is going down by the time we get to kickoff on the 31st. And so, if you like Michigan, bet them now at plus 7.5. Or maybe if it goes to 8, because I I think that there's sharp money hitting Georgia now. People are getting in early on Georgia. But I think if you really like Georgia, the time to get in on them is late. When the line goes down, and I could be wrong, but this is what I think is going to happen. I think the line goes down, and then you can get in on Georgia. But if you like Michigan, get them here, plus seven and a half. For Alabama and Cincinnati, I think the same thing is going to happen. And I don't believe that people will bet on Cincinnati because or they won't bet on Alabama because they're afraid of the high line. I think that there's there's something about the underdog here that maybe people bet Cincinnati thinking, why not? Like, maybe they're the little engine that could. But let me just tell you right now, don't treat them like the little engine that could. This is a Big 12 team. This is not a small team. This is a team loaded with NFL talent. They're not a small school. They're not... Uh, from a small conference, yes, okay, they're a group of five school right now, but really they're a Big 12 team because we know they're going to the Big 12 and they're going to be competitive as soon as they get to the Big 12. So I don't even think of it that way in terms of this team. Cincinnati can compete with Notre Dame. Excuse me, with, uh, with Alabama. I mean, the Notre Dame game should show you that they can compete with a team of that caliber. What gives me pause is that the college football playoff in recent history 
have not been close games. Last season, it was Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State, and we know what happened in those semifinal games. It wasn't even close. And I'm worried that we're going to have the same type of situation happen this year. That maybe you're going to have uh, just a blowout here. Just an absolute blowout. Now, I don't think that... I don't think that that could, you know... Is the smart play like Alabama minus 13 and a half? I mean, they won 31 14 against Notre Dame last year. 31 14. Ohio State blew out Clemson 49 28. And then Bama rolled 52 24. None of the games were close. None of them were close. 13 and a half. Is this Alabama team last year's Alabama team? No. Is Cincinnati last year's Notre Dame? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Kind of similar, right? Cincinnati goes into that game. Let's think, what if they lose 31 14? Now, I think this Cincinnati team is good. Uh, They definitely impressed me when I've bet against them. They've impressed me. The game against Notre Dame was a great game. The game against Houston could have turned out differently if not for that bad bad interception by Clayton Toon. You know, they went back and forth scoring... Possession after possession. And after Cincinnati scored a touchdown, Clayton Toon threw an interception, and then Cincinnati scored another touchdown. So that's when they went up two possessions. And they won the game by two possessions. Because after that happened, Houston Houston wasn't scoring. But this was a... One possession game. It was a 14-13 Cincinnati lead. Cincinnati scores, makes it 21-13. Then the interception. Then another Cincinnati score. Next thing you know, it's 28-13. The game's over. So, Cincinnati impressed me. Can they hold their own against Notre Dame is the question that you got to ask yourself. The line has gone to 13 and a half. I think it goes down a bit. I think we're going to see it at maybe 13, maybe even 12 and a half. If people start to come in on Cincinnati. And by the way, that plus 13 and a half is minus 115 right now, which would lead you to believe it's going to 13. I think if you like Alabama, you jump in now, you you jump in later, because this game is either going to be a close game. You know, I think, actually, no. I think it goes one of two ways. Cincinnati upsets Alabama, or Alabama blows them out. I don't think it's going to be a close game. I don't think that Alabama's going to play within a touchdown, or within a field goal of Cincinnati. It's either going to be a Cincinnati upset, and they win the game outright, and if you like them, they're plus 400. You want to lay the juice? You want to, if you want to play the juice there. Or Alabama blows them out like Alabama blew out Notre Dame last year. And so part of me wants to take the points just because, hey, taking points is profitable. But I look back at last year's playoffs, and... And I just look back at the history of the college football playoffs. We haven't exactly seen good semifinal games. 
And I think that that could be the case here. And could we be headed towards another Alabama-Georgia rematch? And by the way, Georgia would be a one-point favorite right now if they rematched. Which is very interesting because Alabama is the favorite to win the national title. Could be because Georgia has the more difficult opponent in the semifinal in Michigan. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Visa. This is Visa. This is Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.